3: The way tire buying should be. Here we go. Well, come in. It is our number one. You already knew that. Of the Ben Maller Show, we kick off a new week talking baseball as we head into a Monday. And there will be a Game 7. Who doesn't like a Game 7? That's great. Winner take all between the Rangers and the cheating assholes. So what stood out? in Game 6 between the Rangers and the A-Holes. And how confident are you that the Texas baseball team will get it done heading into Game 7? And since the Jose Albuve Maller monologue from last week went viral over the weekend, what have we learned about the Astros fan base? Some revelations I've learned over the weekend. We'll give you that and a whole lot more right now. Here it is, our number one. Not dead yet! No! What a day is on the horizon here on a Monday. We're, we're heading into it. Welcome in the beginning of a brand spanking new week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere like teammates as we spin around. The audio whirlpool, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and bluntly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the circle, the squared circle of audio pugilism. As we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we'll get to the football in a minute. Our lead, though, coming from baseball. I was told by the fans of the A-Holes... That the American League Championship Series was going to end on Sunday, and the golden boy, Jose Albuve, was going to lead the A-holes into the World Series. Well, then they had to play the game. So we start out in the den of inequity, the pit of curiosities. If you're a cheat, Houston, Texas, the immoral hotbed of hardball and that was the setup for Game 6 of the American League Championship Series. Going into the game, the bad guys were up 3-2 to two over the good guys. Now, I don't know if you watched it or not. Maybe you were doing something else. You were not watching. I don't know what you had going on. Don't worry, though. We got your back. Been here for hours. This is down the hall. I had the TV on. I was watching the game. I had the football on one TV. I had the baseball on the other TV. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nathan Evaldi. Not particularly memorable during the regular season, but in the postseason, very memorable as he remains perfect this postseason. Mitch Garver hit a home run. Jonah Heim also a Hime, also home run. And then in the ninth inning, Adalas Garcia blew the roof off of this game with a grand salami. Get out the rye bread and mayo. Uh, yeah, grand slam there. Nine to two. 9-2, good guys beat bad guys. Uh, so that's a great thing. We were happy about that in Game 6 of the American League Championship Series. the, also got the win back in Game 2. He gave up five hits, couple of runs, six and a third innings before he got the hook there. So 4-0 and, oh, and an ERA of 2.42 in his postseason career. The decisive Game 7 will be just hours away here on a Monday. We've got double barrel action which means the MLB Pick'em will return. I know you're excited about that, but we have the Rangers and the Astros. That's the late game. The Phillies will try to punch their ticket to the World Series. They'll try to eliminate the Snakes, and that'll be the first game of the twin bill on the card. So let us discuss. We'll start with the game that we just witnessed. Those of us that are watching didn't end that long before we came on the air here. So what stood out? What stood out? Here's the question. What stood out in Game 6 between the Rangers and the Astros? So I've got trucking, stock report, and bubble boy. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a dunce cap, which is what I think, instead of the Astros logo, they should put just a, a dunce thing on there for the for the people who are diehards, boy, are they delusional! Completely out of their minds, man. More on that in a minute. But we'll start with this: things that stand out from Game Six. Framber Valdez sucks. That stands out. I'm, I'm happy he does. I'm happy he does the starting pitcher for the Astros as uh, he went out there for the cheats. And boy, you hate to see it, unless you don't hate to see it. As he gave up, he was given an early lead. And then gave it all back there. He gagged it away. Valdez charged with five hits, three runs, six strikeouts. Felt like he pitched worse than that. Ends up 0-3 at this point with an ERA of nine. Now, I never played Major League Baseball, but if you're 0-3 in the postseason with an ERA of nine, I don't think you're doing your job. But what do I know? All right, now, perseverance. That's the other thing for Texas. Perseverance paying off here. The... Cheaters, as we mentioned, they jumped out to a 1-0 lead. Bad guys had the lead. Jordan Alvarez with a ribby single in the first inning. Did Texas have a pity party? No, they did not have a pity party. No, they did not. Mitch Garver came right back in the top of the second inning. He had a dinger to tie the game, and Texas just kept on trucking, something they didn't do in their own ballpark, but they have the road field advantage Playing in Houston. Everyone wants to play in Houston. Uh, boy, This is how little the Astros think of their fan base. Even they don't like playing there. I don't blame them. The animals that are in the crowd, I don't blame it at all. But Texas, you talk about the mix and the match here. The Ranger hitters, tenacious in this game of all the keeping the ass. One 1,000, two 1,000 holes. Uh, batters at arm's length. And... In boxing, they call it the 1-2, the old 1-2 punch is what they call it in boxing. And all of this sets up what will be, we hope, a memorable Game 7. Certainly, if the good guys win and they beat the bad guys, that'd be a wonderful thing. We'd all be happy about that. Now, page two here. How confident, how confident are you in the Rangers going into Game 7 in the den of inequity in Houston? So the Maller scale of confidence 1 to 5 Maller scale of confidence 1 means not confident at all 5 means very 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 confident So Maller scale of confidence for game 7 for the Texas baseball team I am at a 3 I can't go higher than a 3 I want to be at a 4 but I'm at a 3 I, I don't want to go any higher than 3 so I'm at a 3 on the uh, Maller scale of confidence ooh. Yeah Now they explained my my logic behind the Maller scale of confidence at three. The reason I can't go any higher than three is because Bruce Bochy is tossing out the rotting carcass of Max Scherzer that he will be on the mound for the Texas baseball team against Christian Javier, a huge matchup edge for the cheats as Javier is 4-0 this postseason with four starts under his belt in ERA of under one and a half, and he's only given up three earned runs in 23 innings of work for the Cheaters, while Mad Max has been very quietly working as the proprietor of the Heartbreak Hotel. And we gave these numbers the other day, and they certainly apply here. Mad Max, last three playoff starts, Dodgers, Mets, and Rangers, have been bag esque in those last three starts. His ERA is close to 10. He's 0-2. He's given up 14 earned runs in 13 innings of pitching. So you've got one guy who's given up three earned runs in 23 and a third innings this postseason. Then you've got Scherzer, 14 earned runs over the last 13 innings. Now, the reason I'm not going lower than three is because I'm Benny Brightside. And Bruce Bochy is not going to sit there and watch Max Scherzer go out there and drop a deuce right on the mound, and uh, the first sign of trouble, you pull his old fat ass off the mound. You take Scherzer out of there. And I believe in Bochi. But the other thing here is you've got to check the stock report. You've got to check the stock report. As Dick Stockton, that's the stock. Dick Stockton taught me, stats tell you what has happened. They they don't tell you what's going to happen. Right? And we know there's no such thing as momentum. It's not like I'm going to sit here and say, well, the Rangers have all the momentum. By that logic, the series should be over. Well, it should have been over first in favor of the Rangers because they won the first two. As I pointed out, you can read my book, the book Momentum for Idiots. There is no momentum in sports. It doesn't exist. Bullcrap. Dumb people use that to explain the outcome of sporting events. Anyway, listen, we're pulling for Texas. I'm on this Ranger bandwagon, this magic carpet ride, and we look forward to them eliminating, exterminating the cockroaches that are the Houston ass. One, 1,000, two, 1,000, 1,000 holes. All right. Now, last part of this Maller monologue, headline in the bleachers. Headline in the bleachers. We had a viral video over the weekend. I don't know if you saw it or not. Maybe not. The Maller monologue we did towards the end of last week, uh, questioning the integrity, the ethics. There are none. For the Astros. This thing went bananas. In the Matrix. Now, I'm not a guy that spends a lot of time in the Matrix, but it did very well. And needless to say, the boys who work in the FSR social media wing here, uh, very happy. They were smiling. They had a Cheshire Cat smile from ear to ear at how many people uh, wanted to see that Maller monologue, Uh, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Our rant about the little pipsqueak, Jose Albuve, yeah. And the Cheater, very popular. Uh, I think we did almost uh, half a million views in a few days there. Uh, So I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. I think it was like 450 or something like that, somewhere around there. Um, Anyway, the question here is what have we learned? What have we learned about the Astros fan base based on what we have seen over the last – 48, 72 hours. So I'll, I'll start first. There's a lot of cavemen. There's a lot of knuckle-draggers in the Astros fan base. Neanderthals in the fan base. I, I've noticed that. Uh, it seems like a higher percentage. I've had these run-ins over the years with different fan bases. They just seem dumber in Houston. I don't know why that is. I'm not sure. Maybe it's something in the drinking water there. Uh, I haven't quite figured it out. Uh, but the vermin... These vermin seemingly are convinced that this is great. If if you want to know how to twist the mind, now we learned in 2020 with the whole uh, the mass thing that didn't work and the vaccine stuff. We learned that you can brainwash people; it's pretty easy. People are easily manipulated. And the Astros fan base, boy, are they dumb! My God, are they? I'm amazed these people can even figure out how to get on a, a social media platform. They're that dumb. Uh, I mean, this is like the dumbest of the dumb. So these people are trying to explain to me that Jose Altuve, you shouldn't be mean to him because he's a nice guy. Wasn't Ted Bundy a nice guy? I heard, I read that he was a nice guy. So we should give him a pass. Maybe. I don't know. I never met Ted. I don't Bundy, know. I saw he was very charming. I read books. Very charming. People liked him. Nice guy. Uh, my other takeaway is how how uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for here? How gullible the Astro fan bases, there were people convinced that on an entire roster that was cheating, 2017, that Altuve didn't. They're convinced they sent me some story an Astro season ticket holder put together. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. These people are morons. They live amongst us. They're stupid. Yeah, so I'm I'm – so here's the – Altuve, according to these idiots, is bubble boy. We'll call him bubble boy, right? He was in a bubble on a roster where everyone was cheating with whistles and buzzers and trash cans, and that little guy in the boy in the bubble, the bubble boy, Altuve. No, he didn't do that. (laughs) Ha-ha, you dummies. He won the MVP. He was the king of the cheats. He was the king of the cheats. And I believe in the philosophy. I learned this from protests over the years. No justice, no peace. And since baseball didn't have the balls to punish Altuve and Bregman, in the franchise, the proper way, then everything they do is sullied. Everything they do is sullied. Everything. It's all sullied. These meatheads, these absolute meatheads who are suffering from, uh, from neurosis here. Uh, the most uneducated fan base in the big leagues. Congratulations. And our mantra, again, simple. No justice, no peace. There was no justice for Altuve or Bregman or any of these other scumbags that are around Major League Baseball. They cheated. And they should have all been banned for life. The Astros should have been suspended from, the, from any postseason play for a decade minimum. None of that happened. None of that happened. And so, fine. There is a skid mark on the resume of Rob Manford. There is a stain, a stank on everyone associated with even the fan base there in Houston. All of it. All of it. They're all frauds. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. If you would like to comment, we will open up the phone lines here. And you can join us. And it's Speakeasy Rules of Plus. If you know the number, call in. We'd love to have you on. If not, don't worry about it. You're not not smart enough to figure out how to find the number. So don't bother calling in uh, because you can't figure out the number anyway. A major shakeup in the works in baseball involving the coaching ranks. Big story brewing. And... The fighting Phils, they are on the brink of trying to go to the World Series. They've made a decision on someone who has impeded their road in the postseason. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at
3: 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it—we've got an
5: Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Simply follow Ben on the site, formerly known as Twitter, at Ben Maller, myself, Kevin Wired, at KWAMFM. Justin Cooper, at UH Bronco Fan, and Iowa Sam. Your helping hand is appreciated. Now more blabbering with Big Ben. Furcat writes in, he says, Take off your critical thinking cap, Ben. Forget the stats.
3: Just have blind faith, Max Scherzer. We'll put these cheating dogs down for good. Yeah. We hope so. Uh, Robin writes, Since this is great monologue. I needed that after listening to the Dodger announcer, Joe Davis, fawn over the uh, Altuve uh, Astros all day. Yeah. I, I got to be careful here, uh, Robin, but I-, I have noticed among Major League Baseball broadcasters, there's a certain... How do I phrase it here? There's a uh, like a talking points memo to try to clean up, do damage control, run interference for the cheat Altuve, and it just it it blows my mind. I understand people are dumb. There's a lot sports fans, a lot of them morons, and they buy into this crap. But it's just open your eyes, open your eyes. I mean, this guy is dirty. He is so every time I see him, I want to puke in my mouth. It's disgusting. Uh, G-Mans oh. G- writes in from Chicago, he says, solid monologue, uh, it's amazing, amazing that Altuve's love doesn't recognize that half of his postseason uh, hits, uh, postseason home runs rather, are cheat homers, uh, cheat dingers, uh, Scherzer on the other hand is going to take down the Rangers and allow the Astros an opportunity to win a fake trophy F man fraud. Uh, so he says, Jason in Kansas City says 10 out of 10 on the opening Maller monologue. I'm glad your opening monologue was about the Astros game instead of some nerd boy. Uh, Mike McDaniels, overrated Dolphins, Savants, going down in a blaze of glory to the Eagles. That's uh, from Jason. It says, Freddie writes, This this great monologue. I believe the Texas Rangers, the good guys, will win and defeat the evil cheating A-holes. We hope so. We certainly hope so. Let's go to the phones, and we'll say hello to Todd, who's in Portland. Hello, Todd. Welcome. You're on Fox Sports Radio.
6: Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me back on. I misbehaved two weeks ago, and I got cut off because I misbehaved, so I'm going to be on my best behavior.
3: Right, well, we washed out your mouth with soap and water, so you're back.
6: Yeah, I, pay, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like you did. So, I for one thing, I want to say, I agree with you on Altuve 100%. When I see him even hitting, whenever I see him on TV, I just want to puke. I just, just want to just vomit. Oh,
3: it's, he's so dirty. And I don't care what Joe Davis says on television. The guy's
6: dirty. Altuve's dirty. Dirty, 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 dirty. Okay. Here's my one point that I have. Uh, it wasn't 2017. I can't remember was the, if it was the uh, ALDS, the ALCS, or the the New York uh, or the World Series. But he had a walk off home run, and in that video when he's rounding oh, start, that was the
3: American that's the American League Championship Series. It was 2017 against the Yankees. He had a buzzer on. He they, did. They, went, they wouldn't let the yeah, but uh, don't bring that up because the a hole fans don't want to hear that because that's the truth. He had a buzzer on. He had everyone has their shirt ripped off. The guy had a buzzer. Yeah, and yeah, they made was- they made up some lie about a tattoo, and these idiots believe it. They're so stupid.
6: That's just ridiculous. You can even read his lips saying, "Don't tear off my shirt." Exactly. Don't. And- oh, you'll rip the button. Oh my
3: God! Of course, the funny thing about this is Rob Menver didn't care. Even if he had ripped the shirt off and had more wires than uh, the you know the uh, the phone company, it wouldn't have mattered. Right, yeah. Manfred was said, oh, you know, I don't know. That was just his Halloween costume or something. Is an early Halloween costume.
6: He's watching the. He's 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 guiding. Got his guidance is with blinders on.
3: Oh, it's, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely, it's all
6: embarrassing. It, so. yeah, exactly. Thanks for taking my call. Right. Your, your show's awesome. Man. All
3: right, thank you. go hang up here. So go away. All right. Hey, by the way, we are in the final stretch to get tickets to horse racing's biggest moment of the year. The world's best are headed to Santa Anita. For the Breeders' Cup World Championships, November 3rd and 4th, the countdown begins now. Get tickets today at breederscup.com. So the Phillies have made a tactical decision. They have finally realized that Craig Kimbrell blows, and we are told that Rob Thompson, the manager there in Philadelphia, has decided if it's a close game, they call them high-leverage situations, Craig Kimbrough will be chained to the Phillies bullpen. They will not be using him. I don't think literally trained, me- metaphorically chained to the Phillies bullpen. And I, I did get a kick the other night when Craig Kimbrough came in and dropped a dropped a poop right there on the mound. Uh, I text Roberto, who used to work here, because uh, uh, we we reminisced about Craig Kimbrough blowing games with the Dodgers. So we, we were fascinated that he is still – Pitching in a uh, on a team that's a playoff team, and we were not surprised, uh, needless to say, that he went out there and just gagged. Poop fest. Uh, tight took his syndrome, and so he did blow a save. But the last two opportunities he came in uh, in pressure situations were not particularly good. And a shakeup in the coaching ranks. Remember we told you there was some drama drama orama rama in San Diego. The GM and the manager hated each other. So they had a meeting at the end of the year, and they smoked the peace pipe, and we said, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, the other shoe is about to drop. There are multiple reports bouncing around the echo chamber that say that San Diego Padres manager Bob Melvin— has been granted permission to interview for the Gigantes, that he will be able to interview for the San Francisco Giants managerial job. Bob Melvin managed the athletics for a number of years. I'm guessing he's still got a home in the Bay Area. And that will allow him to escape a toxic situation. And it appears the Padres are going to pick A.J. Peller, the GM, will be the guy that they go with and uh, Bob Melvin's gone. The the fact that this story got out, my horse-like sense tells me that that story doesn't get out unless Bob Melvin's going to the Giants because it's embarrassing for the Padres if Bob Melvin goes and interviews for the Giants' job and doesn't get the Giants' job. That makes them look bad. The guy's not good enough to manage the Giants, but he's the Padres' manager. And it just seems like a, a couple of T's have to be crossed and I's dotted for Bob Melvin to leave the Padres and go to the Gigantes, which is a a team that has a much worse talent-wise roster, but uh, I guess he'll he'll be able to get along with the GM more, allegedly.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
2: Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
3: All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us
2: as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to
0: This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein
2: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
1: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: It is the Ben Maller Show. This portion brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You're listening to Iowa Sam. Get multiple policy or multi-policy discounts by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Furcat says, go easy on Sparty tonight, Ben. He's still depressed after getting blown out 49 nothing by the Wolverines. Mm. Sorry about that, Sparty. It's a tough day for you. And you showed Hitler on the scoreboard, right? At Michigan State. How about that? Michigan State showing Hitler out there. Excuse me? That's bold. Yeah, they put Hitler on the scoreboard at, at Michigan State.
5: Did I did see not it? see that.
3: You did not see that? No. What happened it went viral? How, why would they, they were do doing that? a pregame trivia and they put Adolf Hitler's photo Aye. on the scoreboard in Aye. in East Lansing. Yeah. This That's is, pretty impressive. Who's not- running the scoreboard? <laughs> <laughs> they wearing a robe? Is Angry Bill running the scoreboard there?
4: This is not pub night trivia
2: where everybody's had a couple beers. Yeah, and if you say Adolf Hitler, like that's a different setting. You know, this is like
3: oh, it's pregame. They it maybe thought nobody was paying oh, attention, well, but, but somebody yeah. did take a photo and yeah. Eh. But Can't I, say that's I, the best idea. I read uh, I read some information. Justin in Cincinnati was all fired up about this. Uh, uh, he, 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 that's his story. He loves that story. But I read that they, they ripped off somebody at Michigan State. And maybe I'm wrong on this, but from what I understand, they ripped off a YouTube trivia channel and didn't really vet it, and they just put it on the scoreboard Eesh. before the game, and they just happened to show like Adolf Hitler on it. You know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. You <laughs> I mean, lose some, just, you lose some. Like,
0: like, Yikes.
3: That? What the hell? Oh, uh, man. What a what a wacky, wacky, wacky world it is. Oh, my. My, oh, my. All right, let's go to the phones. Now, the number one Texas Ranger insider. And this guy's authentic. He's not one of these bandwagon Ranger fans that have the tags on their jerseys and their hats and all that. No, no, they wear the powder blue. No, this guy goes back. He goes back to the old days at that dump of a ballpark that used to play, play in like three stadiums ago. Ed in Arlington. Hello, Ed.
7: Hey Ben. Boy, I I, uh, I think my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments anyway from the game tonight, was uh, Altuve's error at uh, uh, in the in the in the top of the ninth there that uh, set the stage for Garcia's grand slam.
3: Well, that it was, was a, it was a small error because everything involving Altuve. Tuve is a small, small air, you know. Well, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. It couldn't have happened oh, to a better Come on. Ed, time. Ed, we need, we need the Rangers to win the game tonight, Ed. We need what can I do? Do I need to buy a voodoo doll? What do I have to do? I need the Rangers to win this game on Monday night. What do we have to do here, Ed? I'm concerned about Scherzer. He's gonna go out there and puke on the mound. I know it. I just hope that Bochy will take him out after like a third of an inning. If he doesn't have it, not leave him out there.
7: Well, I think he's going to be on an awfully short leash. They've got a uh, number of other options behind him to uh, pick up the slack. Uh, and, w- and, of course, they don't have the promise that Scherzer that has, but uh, you'll just have to cross your fingers and hope that they get the job done. Dane Dunning has pitched well in a number of tense situations over the season. Uh, They've got uh, a guy that Heaney, you know, pitched an inning tonight, and uh, top of the ninth was flawless. So uh, I think they, you know, it, may, it may just come down to uh, being a bullpen game if uh, if Scherzer can't give them. Four or five solid innings tomorrow.
3: He's not going to. Uh, he's not going to give him four or five innings. I've seen this guy. I saw it with the Dodgers. I saw it with the Mets. I saw it his first start with the Rangers. The guy blows all of a sudden in big game. Now he was fine for the Nationals years ago, but he's an old guy now. He's an old guy, Scherzer.
6: Well,
7: he was an old guy earlier the season when he tossed a number of gems. I wouldn't uh, write him off. I hope I'm I'm wrong, Ed. Ed,
3: I want to be wrong on this one. I want to be wrong. I need to be wrong. I want Scherzer to pitch seven innings of one-run ball. I I would love to be wrong. I want to be wrong.
7: Well, that might be asking a bit much, but I wouldn't write him off because uh, the start the other night where he blew – uh, that that was really basically a rehab start. If there are any, ah, it's, I, a play, I, it's, it's a playoff. Left. It's a
3: playoff. You can't have a rehab start in the playoffs. And this guy Avaldi, that guy's got the biggest balls in baseball. Avaldi, man, this guy's a great playoff pitcher. Avaldi's amazing.
7: Well, look, you got uh you still got the Montgomery who pitched Saturday night, who's. Uh, Along with Evaldi are their two best starters. All right.
3: And uh, I'll tomorrow pick. night yeah. would
7: be a, a scheduled bullpen session for Eval, uh, for Montgomery. All right, put him out so, there. I
3: like Montgomery. Put him out there. I'm okay with Montgomery. I like him. But, well, he just went Saturday night. I don't care. It All hands on deck, Ed, it's to eliminate the cheaters and get to the World Series. You'll figure it out. Just, Throw everyone out there. You'll figure it out when you get to the World Series. How about that?
7: Cross the fingers and hope that they can get four or five innings.
3: And, and, innings and, and that are Ed, how about a nice four-run first inning for the Rangers? How about that? Put a four-spot up in the I first inning—that'd be pretty good, right?
7: That can't hurt.
3: Yeah. All right, Ed. I'll be watching. I'll be thinking of you, Ed, because I know you're my Ranger guy. Me too. All right, buddy. I'll be there. All right. Thank you. All right. Go away. All right. Friend Ed in Arlington it is the Ben Maller show so we have two games so we can do the MLB pickem playoff pickem i got to think this is it right i mean this is this is the final time we will have two games uh that this is it because there's there's no mathematical way unless they play a doubleheader in the world series uh th- this is it so anyway uh, we'll have the MLB pick them. Here's the, uh, let's get to the who am I game. In honor of the aforementioned starter for Texas, the Texas Rangers starter Nathan Evaldi became the third pitcher in MLB history to pick up a win in eight of his first 10 career postseason starts. He joins El Duque, Orlando Hernandez, and me. Again, uh, Rangers Nathan Evaldi becoming the third pitcher in big league history to pick up a win in eight of his first 10 career postseason starts. He joins Orlando Hernandez, a Yankee legend, and me! Who am I? The answer. We'll get to it. We'll do it next.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you listen for five good minutes, you know the Ben Maller Show is not for the squeamish or faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You'll get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away, simply like our Ben Maller Show page on Facebook. Now more of the Maller Moonshine with Ben. We're going to have the final MLB playoff pick It's impossible to
3: do it after today. Got two games on a Monday. 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock in the West. The Fightin' Phils and the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 6. And then on Fox at 8 o'clock Eastern in the Den of Inequity, the Texas Rangers, America's team, taking on the Cheaters from Houston. But here's the Who Am I game. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And here is the Who Am I game. The Rangers' Nathan Evaldi becoming the third pitcher in baseball history to pick up a win in eight of his first ten Career postseason starts. He joins Orlando Hernandez and me. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Cowboy Killer says it has to be Tiger Woods. Justin in Cincinnati going with Fernando Valenzuela. I don't remember Fernando looking like that when I saw him the other day. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Mr. Nice Guy going with John Lowenstein is his answer. Um, ben Lollipop, Ephus Maller. Now, Maller prop guy, that is the most dominant pitch in baseball. Bay City Tony says uh, El Presidente Juan Berenguer from Bay City Tony. Uh, the answer is the Yellow Power Ranger, guessed by Mark in Santa Monica. Alf, the alien opiner, going uh, John Ollerud. Wow, look at that. Not wearing a batting helmet. Uh, who else do we have? Mike Fetters, former Dodger nutjob Mike Fetters, who is, uh, by the way, Coach Mack there in Montana, coach of the Sheep Herders, Mike Fetter's the bullpen coach. Uh, or is he the, I think he's the bullpen coach of the Diamondbacks. He not, I don't think he's the pitching coach. I think he's the bullpen coach. He's a coach. I know that for the Diamondbacks. Calligan Tim in Michigan going with Jimmy Key is his answer. Ace in Ottawa was carpet bombing me with Ronald, McDonald, Bill Cosby, a bunch of others. Uh, Just Josh in Cincinnati says Eddie Covid Garcia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might have to be his new nickname. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Uh, can't read that. Uh, Clarence Hill Jr. guessed by Benito, the Cowboy fan. Uh, Louis Tion cigar from G Mansion, Chicago. Victor Wembenyama from Shane in Des Moines. Todd in Portland's Altuve inspired vomit was guessed by Voodoo. All right, uh, Iowa Sam, do you have an answer, Iowa Sam?
2: Uh, it would be Hector Fajardo. That's my answer. All right,
3: that's, that's wrong. Oh, is it? That's, that's not that's not right. The correct answer is Boomer David Wells. David Wells is the answer. Let's get to it. David Wells, El Duque, and Nathan of all the won eight of their first ten career postseason starts. All right, we're gonna pick a pitcher, a two hitters. Here we go. I'll go first. Aaron Noah. Here we go, Phillies. Here we go. All right, who uh, who's next? Kevin.
2: MLB pick em, uh
3: Adolis not, not paying any attention. Yes, yeah. Adolis Garcia. He was on his phone yet again. All right, these kids today can't get him to even pay attention when they're working in a radio station. Go ahead, Coop. Who you got, Coop? Uh, I'm gonna go Max Scherzer. All right, Sam. Max Scherzer. Wow, that's a terrible pick.
5: Uh, I'll go with the uh, the whoever's starting for the. Um, Hurry up! For the Diamondbacks.
3: One more after that. I'll take Corey Seager. Merrill Kelly. Merrill All right, Kelly. Corey, Corey Seager. All right, Coop. Kyle Schwarber. All right, uh, Kevin. Uh, Alex Bregman. All right, I'll take Nick Castellanos and uh, give me Jonah Heim. Jonah Heim. Uh,
2: Back to you, Kevin. Uh, Did you already pick Corey Seager? Yes, I picked him. Thanks for listening. Dang it.
3: Uh, oh, boy. Here we go. This is where we go off the rails right here. Kevin has no idea who's Mitch even Garver. playing. All right. Go ahead. Uh, next. Cope. Bryce Harper. All right. Last one. I Iowa Sam. J.T. Rail Muto. We got it in. Rail Time to spare. I am on time now. By the clock, Hector for the clock, plausibly all about the
2: clock. We're on time. I beat the clock. On time.